0: Alex Carell is one of over 70,000 Google Career Certificate graduates.
1: The Google Career Certificate program completely changed the trajectory of my life. I've always been interested in computers, but I never thought I could turn this into a career. Anytime I got a little break, i just pop open the course on my phone. That allowed me to have that path into a career that I'm
2: passionate about.
0: Train online for in-demand jobs in IT, UX design, data analytics, project management, and more. Visit growth.google.com slash certificates.
3: This episode is brought to you by the first ever Toyota Corolla Cross. Sometimes everything just clicks. Like when your favorite song comes on at just the right time. When there's two tickets left for the show. When everyone in the crew can agree on what album to listen to. When everything just feels right. That's the feeling of the first ever Toyota Corolla Cross. Available with all-wheel drive, Qi wireless charging, and advanced JBL sound system. It's everything you need. Nothing more, nothing less. Learn more at Toyota.com.
0: Good! Honey Hole
1: Hangout crew, and we got them groceries. Yo, we got them South Texas
2: groceries. You know, this is the first time you actually could have said morning because technically...
0: Yep, and I went with evening. Yeah. Yeah. Was that that intentional? (laughs) Nope. Okay.
1: Well, we are uh, Honey Hole Hangout. We hang out. We talk about hunting, fishing, and the greater outdoors. And uh, we have a little bit different crew today. I'm Landon. We also have Zach. Yeah cliff mm-hmm. and our good friend wood tip pickle chip
4: say hello wood tip yeah oh that's right right now okay <laughs> <laughs> you know boy i tell you it's weird it's on my head here and i'm talking and i got this uh uh well this thing's in my face here <laughs> but uh anyhow it's just weird but you know it's good to have your boys here it's pretty nice you know not bad not bad and y'all do y'all got them groceries y'all y'all gotta get it i told you to get it and you got it okay so, you know, you've good. Well, I think uh, everybody in the group today
1: had a shot at groceries. That's Everyone right. and pulled a trigger. 50% of the group
0: came back with groceries. That's right. Yep. The other half of us just, you know. And then 50% of that spoiled the groceries. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yep. So, yeah. Landon, we haven't gone over where we're at. Do you want to?
1: Well, Wood, Wood Tip was kind enough to invite us to his ranch where he has some pump jacks oh yeah we did yeah. see the pump jacks we did see the pump we jacks did.
0: that was stop number one yeah it was he was excited we couldn't even get out of our trucks before he was like hey, i gotta go che- i gotta go check these pump jacks y'all wanna come with us
4: <laughs> 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 well i mean you know you got to you know you got to get things started right oh you know what i'm saying you gotta you know i to listen to it you know it's nice it's really you know get everything in the mood you know what i'm saying it helped all right it helped that's true yeah
1: So, but we are in South Texas. Somewhere, secret location. Somewhere. This Wood Tips Ranch hanging out. He's got a cabin. Uh,
2: We asked him what the nickname of it, and he just said, Well, what'd you say? What do you call this place?
4: You know, uh, cabin. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Home. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, right there. I mean, there's my bed. You know, <laughs> no
0: fooling. Which I don't know if people would realize this listening to Woodtip uh, over the past few weeks and his voice, but Woodtip likes to sleep with a polka-dotted pink comforter, and he's super proud of it. Oh, yeah, it looks comfy. It does look comfy.
4: Does it keep you warm? Well, I mean, I don't know. You know... <clears throat> Listen here, Georgia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, boys, it's weird with this thing on my head. I ain't, like, I can hear myself. Do y'all hear yourself? Yeah. Like, yeah. A little bit. It's just strange. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever done this, something uh, like this before? No. Listen, you know, I'm just old rancher, you know what I'm saying? Like old man, you know, like, you know, it's just, we killing pigs. You know, we're not. We don't put stuff on our head. Anyhow, you know, yeah, the blanket keeps me warm. You know, it was a gift from the lady friend, you know, so shout out to the lady friend. She ain't going to never hear this anyway, but, you know, if she could hear myself in my head, this is weird. You need to get those uh, Yankee fellas to put
0: it on her phone so it automatically downloads to her phone, too. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: (laughs) <laughs> that's just that's that's a, that's a yeah. polite way of saying yeah no that's not so so yeah,
1: no. Wood tip is there any uh, f- any fun facts you want to tell the listeners about your ranch uh
4: uh well you know we're down here in the in the south okay um and and that's pretty much it right there that's fun fact you know down here uh <laughs> just in the south that, <laughs> that's a fun fact well, I mean you know that's where we're, that's where we're at Okay, we're we're down here. Uh we got pigs. Um, you know, fun fact, uh oil is still pumping, you know. <laughs> That's pretty fun to me, you know. No fun. We we got the, we got it all, you know, we do.
1: Well, I think our uh plan for tonight is to do uh, wood tips, life tips.
4: Or was it hunting tips? We doing life tips or hunting tips? Well, yeah. Y'all done told me I got to watch my language. You know, it's hard to do. That's why I like calling in, you know, because that's just, you know, I'll keep it clean. But, you know, some of them life tips are a little risque. Are they? Yeah. But, you know, we'll do do some hunting tips, some life tips. You know, I'll just tell y'all boys a few things, you know. (laughs) Trying to get you boys set straight. Oh, George i stopped calling you georgia you know your name's cliff i done met you now right for i just i just watched you in your underwear you know <laughs> everybody on the show's gonna know now you done stood in your underwears so, right? mm-hmm. you know what I'm <laughs> but anyhow it's kind of weird too but uh you know uh we, you know, we, we got some things, you know, y'all, you know, he bust out the bench made knife and it, you know, his was nice as dull as hell, but you know, uh, you know, good knife. You know, I'm saying it wasn't no Texaco knife, but you know, yeah, we got some things we can learn. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
4: So yeah. Um,
0: Landon, do you want to go over our side of the trip first? And yeah. Then go yeah. Into- let's talk
1: about our, let's talk about our hunting trip. Cause I think, uh, we've had a great weekend so far. Super fun, um, ate some good food. Ate some good food. Zach, you want to talk about your hunt first? Yeah, yeah. I took a nap, and
2: uh, <laughs> 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 no. uh, so we get out there. It's pretty dark. I mean, uh, not at first, but uh, it uh, it got dark pretty fast. And there's a light, but my eyesight's not the greatest.
0: You How? you only got to hunt once because you shut a right. Just
2: just this uh, just this evening. Um, and what, we were out there for what, like two hours? Mm, Probably around there.
1: You were, I was in my stand for five minutes. That's
2: true. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. We'll get to that. (laughs) So yes, I'm out there for like an hour. It gets, it's getting darker and darker and like, I'm not seeing anything. And then from directly underneath me to not piglets, but like slightly larger than just like baby pigs, uh, start grunting, like literally right underneath my, uh, my stand, and then they just start following their line down the down the road all the way to the to the feeder. And um, it's pretty dark, pretty dark. And so I uh, I'm looking, I'm checking my my binos, making sure like, hey, are these actually the pigs? Because of how like kind of dark with everything was, and with the light you can see it, it was behind them, so you kind of like saw their shadow mm-hmm. or like their dark figure, and. Um, so I was like okay they're they're there. Uh, I lined up my crosshairs, but my scope isn't the nicest, you know. I do more fly fishing less hunting, so I don't put that much money into my scope. And um it doesn't collect as much light towards the end of the day. And so my crosshairs were pretty dull. And so I kind of would have to like put them like on a bright spot and then just kind of like bring it down to where the the hog was. And um you know, I did that a couple times, line it up as well, best as I could and uh pulled and nothing happened. No.
0: It went bang.
2: It you know, it <laughs> something did happen. Yeah, it uh you know, bruised my shoulder a little bit, but uh but outside of that. No,
1: no groceries for you.
2: No groceries. But uh, you know, I have a freezer full of groceries right now that we're still working our way through, so it's uh you know.
1: Mhm.
2: It's still it's every time you see an animal it's still fun. Yeah. Every time pull the trigger, it's fun. Yeah, but you know, yeah, didn't get the outcome. But also, then we were cleaning. I was able to still kind of watch, which was kind of nice. You know, yeah, had himself a little drink and yeah,
1: kept moving. Yeah, you had the best time while we were cleaning. I
2: did. I, you know what? I moved a seat per prime view. I didn't get any pee on me. I didn't get any guts on me. It was nice.
1: <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> So Zach, you wanna pass your headset over to Carson and yeah. Carson can tell us about his his hunt real quick. There
2: Carson.
1: So Carson's down here with us, he's my younger brother.
3: Yeah, what's up guys? Um so I went out this morning. Well, the three, me, Lane and Cliff and uh Woodtip did too. But um yeah, so this morning, didn't see any hogs. I don't think any of us did, but uh I saw quite a few deer. I saw about three doe three hundred yards away. Just kind of watching him a little bit, and then I look to my right, and I see a nice 10-point, but it's not deer season, so can't shoot him. But uh, tonight, um, I go to my stand, and um, I walk up silently because uh, you got to walk kind of by the um, feeder to get to the blind. Didn't see anything. Get up in my blind. Two minutes later, a hog comes out. Um, I'm kind of watching him a little bit. I let him come out pretty far. Um I take a shot. I'm pretty sure I missed. How far was your shot? It's about 100 yards, so like not a bad shot. Um, I shoot, and he kind of hops a little bit and then runs off. I go down there. I don't see any blood or anything, so I figured I missed. I probably just spooked him. Um, I go back in the blind and I'm sitting there for probably another 30 minutes. See another hog. Um, I don't get a cleaner shot, so I don't. I don't shoot at him. But yeah, and then when I, I stayed for a little bit longer probably 45 minutes after dark because there's a floodlight on the feeder. And um, I'm walking down. I'm kind of going slow just to um, look around, make sure there's not a hog over there at the feeder as I'm walking by it. And I hear this grunt. I hear this grunt. And uh, this hog starts chasing me, and I'm just running (laughs) for my life. And I turn around, getting ready to shoot it, and he's gone. So, yeah, that's what happened. It's my hunting story. What did
1: he grunt like?
3: I do, I, would, do I was I was it. Like, go, uh, I
1: don't know.
3: It was it was very, I don't know, in the moment, it was just, How, it was, was he big? Did you see him when he I landed? just saw like a shadow and he was coming at me and I just ran. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: freaked out. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing, Carson. Yeah. I'll go next cuz I I think uh Cliff probably has the most interesting story. Um because it, it was it, a big rough. it was a big moment for Cliff's hunting career. Tell, tell, and we're real proud of him.
0: While you're telling yours, tell me how you only spent 5 minutes in the stand.
1: Okay. I took an awesome <laughs> nap today. You left about an hour before we did. Yeah. Yep, yeah, okay. So you Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you left an hour before we did and I was the last one to get dropped off of my stand. So, uh
0: I took a shot before you.
1: Yes, you did, a couple minutes beforehand before me. And when you took your shot, I had just got into my stand. So uh, we all ride in the truck. Woodtip dropped Zach and Carson off. Woodtip takes me to my stand, and uh, uh, I was in a 30-foot high tower blind. Getting up there was kind of interesting because the wind was
0: – Moving, yeah, and this thing was swaying. swaying, back and forth. So remember that because that is a pertinent point to our hunting adventures today. It was about a twenty-five mile an hour wind coming from the southeast, with gust up to about thirty-five miles an and hour. And thirty feet in the air, you definitely feel all of that.
1: Uh, I was. I mean, I could feel it too. Um, so I climb up in there it uh i climbed the ladder and the ladder doesn't go straight it kind of goes veers. It, it veers so you're cli- climbing like a sideways ladder and then when i got up there and i opened the door i had my gun over my shoulder and i was like in a pickle to actually take my gun off of my shoulder and like put it in the blind and then i crawled in so i get in there and i kind of get my gear set up i get comfortable um <clears throat> I had already checked the feeder before I climbed into the blind, and there were no hogs at the feeder. So I get up there. As soon as I get in, I got a text message that Carson, he had texted the group, that he had seen hogs, and I was kind of waiting around to hear a shot. I heard the shot, um, and at that point, I was just kind of waiting to see what he said. No pigs at the feeder. And then I was like, I had packed a snack Uh in my bag to eat when I got up there. So, I got it in my bag, pulled my snack out. I was about to start eating it, and I look up, there's two pigs under my feeder. What was your snack? A honey bun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you say? How, how far away were they from you? Oh, 100 yards. And so, uh, two pigs under the feeder. Carson had shot. I was kind of waiting on updates. I was watching them. And I... Pulled my gun up, uh, looked in the scope, and it was – the blind was being pushed around so much I could never get <clears throat> my crosshair steady on either one of the hogs. Like, it was it was bad. Like, I couldn't even keep my crosshairs on the pig, much less in the vitals of the hog. And so uh, I had texted the group. I was like, hey, I got two pigs in my feeder. Can't get a shot. And everyone gave me words of encouragement, basically, like, you know, you know, time, try to time it or see what you can do or wait between Gus. And so I had just kind of waited. And uh, while I was waiting, another hog had come out and it was bigger than the first two. And I was like, well, that's the one I'm going to shoot at bigger target. So all the me blowing around and everything, uh, I'll have a bigger target to shoot at. And it had kind of worked its way over was eating corn, and I got, uh, in this whole probably like for five minutes, five, six minutes, I was just looking in the scope, just kind trying to time the wind and how the blind was shaking back and forth, and finally just the wind kind of died, that hog was by itself, and I was able to get a good shot off, and uh, I shot it, and it just dropped where it was, and uh, which kind of
0: unfortunately was in a mud hole. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) which made things, I mean, not hard, but a little bit more difficult in the cleaning process. Yes, for
1: sure. More difficult. I mean, like that was like half your issue was just dealing with the mud. Yes. Dealing with the mud was half my issue for sure. Uh and trying to keep meat clean when there's mud everywhere. I feel like I did pretty well, all things considered. Yeah, for sure. As far as keeping the meat meat as clean as possible. Uh, but it was definitely a concentrated effort to keep everything clean. Um, and then I, it was getting dark, and um, I was like, I'm going to get out of this blind, and I'm going to climb down while I still have light out. So I had climbed down. Um, at this point, I had gotten news from Cliff about his hunting and uh, still kind of waiting on Carson to figure out if his hog was down. And we had heard another gunshot that, from me, sounded like it came from Zach's area. So we're like, "Did everyone just shoot?" At, you know, we were kind of like, "Man, within, the first, like, within 15 minutes. yeah." yeah so Cliff had out. been out
0: there for a while. But yeah, I, I was out there. I was in my. St- That's why it blows my mind that y'all were all only up there for like maybe twenty minutes. I was Nine.
1: in. I kid you not. I was in my stand for ten minutes tops. Like by the time I had gotten up made the shot, and climbed down because as soon as I shot that pig and I saw it was down, I got out of there because, like, I don't want to be climbing down this ladder after it's dark. Um, I climbed down, and I was in, I was up there for probably 10 minutes. Um, I mean, the time that Woodtip dropped me off between when he was back was probably 15 minutes tops. Would you say, Woodtip?
4: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no fooling. Yeah, didn't even really have time to get, you know, get another whiskey or nothing. <laughs> it's, it's pretty quick. Yeah. What
0: tip? So, how'd your hunting? Or are you done, Landon? So,
1: uh, yeah, that's that's all I have. I mean, you know, I when we got back, cleaned it. Woodtip gave me some tips. Cliff gave me some cleaning tips too, and I it took me a while, but we got it cleaned up and everything. But it was definitely a process with the mud. For sure, and I don't really know how to articulate that on a
0: podcast, but you know, if we, a have, hog's we have we have no water mud, to like, most people would say, "Why don't you just rinse it off?" We have no running water here right now. Oh, that's a good point too. Yeah, yeah. so we were using like our water bottles that we had to try and, it, and clean it off. But it, it was cake-y caked mud. on mud. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah,
1: it wasn't like you could just rinse it off because we even tried to like take a knife and scrape it off. And it never but, dried.
2: It was ca- like the whole time. I feel like you. Were, it was just spreading, yeah. and it just smells to high heaven.
0: Yeah. So that was my hog. It was a good time. Yeah. Nice little Russian sal. Yeah, and we got all the meat off mine. Yep, we did. So you did a good job.
1: So thank you guys, and thank you all for your help. So. Yeah, um, thanks for that jab, Landon. Uh, what? <laughs> He's just
0: foreshadowing, Cliff. I'm just, yeah. It's it's a podcast setup technique. <laughs> uh, Woodtip, tip, you want to tell us about your hunting adventures this weekend? Because you hunted too.
4: Yeah, yeah. Hey, Woodtip. Yeah, I got uh, hey, to hey.
1: I, I know you're not used to this.
4: No, no, no. Will you pull your microphone it right down? Here. Oh yeah, this thing in front of my face. Where's it at? <laughs> yeah, right <down. laughs> was i tell you it's weird (laughs) okay yeah so i'm gonna you know all right so uh yeah you know doing a little hunting uh you know always doing a little hunting but uh uh you know got y'all out there this morning and uh uh you know y'all said y'all ain't seen that i mean i saw pig you know you always see pigs you know because groceries all right (laughs) uh but anyhow you know then you know, I was kinda near the pump jacks. So I kinda just like droned out. There's some deer in there. Nobody really cares about them anyway. But uh uh yeah, yeah, seen some pigs and, and you know, tonight, uh you know, just just riding around drinking whiskey pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Uh we you know. Waiting for you boys to get something, you know. So, you know, glad y'all did. You know, didn't think, take right. very long. No, no, yeah, that's nice. You know, that's real nice. Make my job easy, you know. <laughs> Lucky make for y'all. It, make it real easy, you know what I'm saying. But Well, you know, all right, listen here, Cliff though. That's what you get though. Okay, right. Be serious, you know what I'm saying. Like you're slinging an arrow at them. I mean, you know, <laughs> use some lead for crying out loud. All right, you know, and just kill them and be. You know, these boys are up there for five minutes. They got the job done. You know, you're sitting out there twiddling your thumb, playing on your phone. Who knows? God knows what else we're doing out there. You know, we're just not going to talk about that. But anyway, you know, you you know, that's what you. You know, but I'm glad you got one. You know, you got one. and That's good. I'm I'm happy for you. You know, it's a good deal. Good deal.
0: Yep. So we'll go into mine
4: now, I guess.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Go for it, Cliff. Tell us about it, Cliff. What tell happened? us. All right. So I chose this weekend to archery hunt. So I was using my, my bow. Um which comes with its own set of difficulties and everything. Uh definitely I'm not gonna say it's harder or easier or whatever that's for other people to decide i would say you don't have to say it i'll say it. it's harder to bow hunt yeah um so this morning i sat in the same blind that i sat in this morning this afternoon and this morning we go out we head out we were probably in the blind at five fifteen this morning and waiting around, didn't see anything but birds, no rabbits, no any other critters came up. Um, so this morning was dry, but we di- I did see Carson was hunting not too far away from me. So the deer that he saw, I didn't see three does, and I definitely didn't see the 10-point buck, but I'm on the ground. I'm not in a tower. And I had two does walk up on me. They wheezed or snorted or grunted, whatever you want to call it, um, and flagged, but they didn't run off. Like they just kind of put a little bit more distance between me and them and, uh, stared at me for a little bit, but it's like, they couldn't figure out what it was that made them, they couldn't figure out what was wrong. They just knew something was, it was up. So they were milling around. Eating, uh, hanging out, and then they move past. Like they were only around me for like maybe five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a pretty cool interaction this morning to kind of salvage that that sit session. Um, and then we come back to the cabin, eat breakfast, help out around the ranch, and uh, Wood Tip shows us around. And we all come back, have some lunch. And we all are like, we're tired because we only got like three and a half hours of sleep last night driving down here. And so we all take a nap and then I kind of wake up and I check my time and it's three something or so. And I'm like. All right, so I'm going to do archery again this evening. I kind of want to practice, get a few warm-up shots in, make sure my 20's dialed in and I'm playing the wind because, like I said, there's a 25-mile-an-hour wind this weekend. Did you sling some
1: arrows while I was sleeping?
0: Yes. Um, boy. I went out there, ranged out 20 yards and plinked around for a bit, made sure everything was dialed where I felt comfortable, and learning how to deal with the wind gusting at 35 and constant at 25 miles an hour. And once I kind of felt confident, I came in, everyone was still kind of asleep. I wiped down with scent killer field wipes and stuff like that to kind of get the sweat and stank off me, my human scent off me, get ready, and everyone's still like in their beds, kind of waking up and whatnot. We're trying to figure out the plan of how we're going to hunt this evening. Uh, and, uh, I'm like, well, I'm probably going to go out because I want to. And the time frame that we've seen on cameras, the pigs were coming out to my blind earlier than the other blind. So I was like, I need, I want to put enough time there to let things rest. My scent die down. And all this other stuff. So I leave the cabin at around 445-ish and start heading to my blind. And I actually took the wrong road at first. I didn't take a turn that I should have taken. So I walked down, and then I found a way through a field that I could cut through using a game trail. And I cut back over to the road I was supposed to be on, walked down... And as soon as I got to the area of the blind, I started squirting a little bit of sal uh, estrus scent cover around. And I had placed some estrus scent cover on the bottoms of my boots. So as I was walking, I wasn't just spreading human scent. Um, But I started spraying like some bushes every so often, like kind of a trail coming around the curve into the blind area and putting that around. And I get into the spot that I'm going to be sitting for this hunt. Because this blind, this ground blind, is a big area. There's like two areas that make up this blind. One area is bigger and then a smaller area. I was sitting in the smaller area. And uh, I'm sitting there. I'm watching. Nothing's happening. I get on my phone. I'm scrolling for a little bit. Just waiting. Nothing's happening. Nothing's coming out. Nothing's going on. Uh, eventually, I have to get up, take a leak. So I get up and walk behind me. So I would be downwind of where I'm even hunting. So if my scent would blow over, my scent is my thinking and go behind because I figured nothing would be coming up this way. So I walk uh, get a good little ways into some brush, take a leak, and I, because I had the sal estrus cover sent with me, I actually covered my scent from peeing with a little bit of the sal estrus.
2: So cover up pee with pee?
0: Yeah, pretty much. And uh, well, went I'll back. i a new one there. <laughs> <laughs> went back, sat down, wait, wait, wait. Carson texts the group. He's like, oh, I got a hog coming in and I say shoot that obscenity obscenity um and we hear a gunshot go off and I'm like did you get it he's like I don't know um and so after that I'm still kind of waiting nothing's going on not even birds are at the feeder the entire time I'm sitting there so I get on my phone and I'm texting the group, I'm texting the girlfriend and all this other stuff. And I at this point the sun's starting to set a little bit and so and I'm kind of starting to feel like, well, this isn't gonna happen. Like nothing's coming up here. Maybe I blew something like blew something out or I've done something wrong. So I had my pack behind me and I was legitimately laying like just kind of up against my pack, laying, and I could see through the blind material towards the feeder. And I'm just sitting there on my phone, like laying back, legs out in front of me, texting. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this black shadow run or kind of like walk across the bigger side of the blind, the other side of the blind from me. And it's about 10 yards away. And I'm like, was that a hog? What was that? And I look out into the feeder area, and sure enough, there's this little boar hanging out now. And so I put my phone down, and I get my legs underneath me in like a kneeling position, and I grab my bow. I undo an arrow from the quiver, knock it, and I'm watching it, and I pop up a little bit on my knees to see which way he's facing and stuff, making like small movements, but to get to the position I need to be in. And, uh, he goes, he's turned the opposite or he turns towards me and I just stop what I'm doing. No movement. I'm staying there. Then he turns around and continues to kind of feed and meander around and I finally get to the position I need to be in, and I draw back. And at this point, he's facing directly away from me. And I briefly thought for a second I would do a Texas heart shot, which, if you don't know what that means, is going up the back end to connect to the heart Um, in less graphic terms. Uh, and... I'm like, I don't really want to do that, but I really want to launch an arrow at this thing and see what happens. And as soon as I kind of like, no, I'm not going to do it. He turns kind of quartered away from me and I release the arrow. It flies. You hear the. And then he goes. And then runs off. And I knew that he got hit. I wasn't sure where he got hit at this moment in time. I honestly do not even remember looking at my pins through my peep. Like, I just, is peep. Pins maybe were there. Pig. And, uh, so I guess it kind of fell back to, like, instincts from, like, practicing, I guess. Um, so he runs off. I hear a crash finally, and I'm texting the group. I'm like, pig down, pig down. And the group's like, yeah, uh, kind of back and forth. They say, don't bump him because archery, they normally do run off. And it's like, don't bump him because I'm like, I'm going to start trailing him. said, And then the group said, did you hear a crash? Make sure you don't bump him. I get out. And I start looking for the blood signs and stuff. And underneath the feeder, there's a little puddle of blood. And I start looking around. There's another puddle. So I walk up to that, another puddle, another puddle. Find my arrow, which was a cling pass through. And then find the trail of blood around and walk up on the pig. He expired about 30 yards away from me. The shot was about 15 yards away from me with a 25-mile-an-hour win. To me, that's pretty good. Um, so I get him, take a picture, send it to the group chat, pull him out, and I'm like, hey, Wood Tip, can you come down here and, like, help, like, move him out and – because originally I asked Wood Tip if he'd come help me track it. Well, and
1: for, for the timeline's sake, in between the point of you saying, while y'all were having the conversation of should you track it or not, that's when I had pulled the trigger Correct. on my hog. So our group chat was kind of blowing up. Blowing I didn't up even know Because you... there were it was like two hogs man. down basically at the same time. I didn't. You even... And then Carson had shot. Before that. Yeah, but I, we hadn't heard. He hadn't seen he the blood
2: yet. So there's still, like, there's, like, three, like, potential things happening at the mm-hmm. same time.
0: And your hog, um, I didn't even know you had shot. I didn't hear your shot go off at all. And you're, you're probably the closest blind to me mm. at those two spots. Um, and I didn't hear your shot go off at all. So Wood Tip comes over, and I have already gotten the hog. I didn't need his help tracking after all. Um. He's like, load it up. We got to go to Landon. He got a hog. I said, Landon got a hog? He's like, yeah, it's in the group chat. I'm like, I didn't see that at all. So it got, like, pushed back. And so we load up my hog and go to you to pick yours up. Then we came back here. We start to hang them from the gambrels and stuff. And then he goes, Woodtip goes to pick up Zach. Carson says he wants to sit a little bit longer. And, Yeah but it's my first kill with talk about archery what, at all. Talk yeah. What happened, it. Uh, yeah, so land <laughs> his little jab of I got all the meat is <laughs> a little bit directed towards me because I've been... All right, so Wittip mentioned that they all saw me in my underwear because I've been elbow deep in a pig for the past hour and a half... Maybe more. I stopped to eat a little bit of dinner between the two, or between the podcast and cleaning the pig. But while cleaning it, starting to gut it, I'm gutting it, and I'm following the knife blade between my fingers, like keeping an edge, and the skin or the sack that's pulling that you're trying to cut is out, but all the other stuff is behind the fingers, and my blade just tilted just right and popped the bladder, and everything inside of it just ran down the front. And it's just a little nick. It's like taking a water balloon and just poking it, so just enough to get everywhere. For our <laughs> listeners
1: that don't know, and I didn't really know this at the time that happened, but why is popping the bladder bad? Maybe this is a, maybe a good question for Wood Tip. Why is that bad and,
4: what's salvageable after something like that happens well you know uh, you you won't keep you won't keep your meat clean or that's you know maybe maybe that's a life tip right there (laughs) from i I saw that one boys (laughs) i appreciate you keep your meat clean (laughs) you know euphemism or not uh you know but you know you want to keep the pig clean you know and uh, you know the piss or the pee sack there is uh You know, it's pretty dirty, pretty nasty, you know, okay. And, you know, no fooling, you don't get that on your food. A lot of bacteria and nonsense in there. So, you know, just, you know, just keeping your meat clean, okay. And, you know, when you popped, you know, when you popped that deal there, you know, it just, it kind of ruined the meat, you know what I'm saying? You know, just because, you know, the water pump, you know, froze up from the snowstorm and the freeze and everything, and we're trying to get that fixed still. So, you know, we don't have the water to wash it down. And so, you know if we could have got it washed down pretty good it might have been all right you know what i'm saying but like, we didn't want to risk we, it yeah and i already have it, you know, some. you so my... we pulled everything we could that was you know north of the infraction okay <laughs> all right so we got the back straps we got some hams off there you know so we didn't waste nothing really you know what i'm saying but there's, there's, there's a lot of pork out here you, we're all right we're, we're doing okay you know you did all right
1: this episode is brought to you by the NHL on TNT. When it comes to hockey, the Stanley Cup playoffs are built different. Experience the intensity and insanity on the ice and off it from now through June on TNT and TBS. Get ready for seven game rounds of knockdowns, dragouts, pressure and agony as teams go head to head without ever letting up. The Stanley Cup playoffs are known for more than just a few cracked ribs and black eyes. Pushing through the pain is the name of the game. With so much edge-of-your-seat action, you'll refuse to shave or change your jersey. Don't say we didn't warn you. Ready to feel the rush? Watch the Stanley Cup playoffs now on TNT and CBS. How do you
3: explain the unexplainable? That warmth that fills you up from the inside out. Does it come from the air, the sea, the sun, the people? Or is it something that can't be put into words? Because Aruba is more than a beautiful island. It's a feeling that brings out a happier, sunnier you. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your next visit at aruba.com.
0: But, so, my meat to get lost besides the hams and the back straps. And because it's a good little boar, he does have some tiny tusk, and it's a my first archery kill. I decided, or Widtip kind of helped me decide and suggested I do a Euro mount of the skull. So while everyone was inside eating dinner, I proceeded to get the head off, skin the head, and start cleaning everything out. Arguably the
2: most graphic part of the night.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is pretty horror movie-esque. Yeah. Um, As far as the gore involved, it wasn't bad. it's just fact of life. So, Cliff, I have
1: some questions for you. Uh Uh-huh. Because I think, you know, people see Instagram – Facebook and people go out and shoot stuff with their bows Um, but I mean I know it's not that easy but how long have you been working on archery did it take to get to this moment where you got your first animal so I've shot how many arrows do you think you've shot I have no count
0: I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Tens of thousands. I I have no count. I honestly, couldn't tell you. Um, I've been, without excluding, like shooting archery, at like camp or plinking around in the yard or something like that. I've been actively working on archery as a ter- in terms of hunting for only. Two years now. This is my second season with it. And, um... But two years is a long time. I
1: mean, yeah. May- maybe not for people that are in archery, but for someone to be like, mm, two years, it's going to take me before I shoot an animal might be kind of discouraging to them. How
3: many How many hunts had you bow hunted on in those two years?
0: mm Four or five, or so, mix between hogs and deer.
1: It just—I think it shows a lot about your passion, dedication to yeah. Deer because like I would say, like me and Zach both have bows. We are definitely not as dedicated bow hunters as you have been. Yeah, I Um, I came well, out here and when shot I, rifles when I know.
0: started archery and trying to be serious about it. I was legitimately at the range, and this was at a very. Um, hard time of my life, um, and the only thing that I found that I could do to help take my mind off of some stuff and work towards something that's going to progress me, um, was archery, and I would spend pretty much every night at a range from the time I got off work till the time it closed. Like, I would leave with workers, um, and some of them are good friends of mine now because of that. And uh, I was able to do my first season of starting. So I started March. See, this is 2020. So March 20, or it's 2021. So March 2019 was when I bought my first like true bow setup for hunting uh, that fit me. And then I was able to participate in TAC that year or total archery challenge that year and make some good shots. Um, I've gone on a few different hunts trying to do archery, but never had success. Um, and then I just kept on practicing. Like I would, I've I've put my time in at the range, no, and for I've sure. done done stuff for you. It. You've definitely been, I think, more dedicated
1: than anybody else I know at towards archery, and I know how my, I personally. We're great friends, so I personally know how much time you've put in. And, and you have my old bow, yeah, and I have your old bow, um, which Cliff shot so much I had to get restrung, and it was only a year old. Um. But I just think it's, you know, people look on Instagram, I shot this elk with a bow, I did this, you know, and it maybe makes it look easy. And I'm not trying to discourage people from getting into archery, but just like this was a big moment for you because of how much time you've put into
0: yeah. archery. It kind of felt like a culmination of like everything that I've been doing wasn't necessarily for not for lack of a better terms, like it kind of made me feel a little bit validated.
2: Yeah, it's like something you've been working on for two years pretty much, if not every day, at least every week. Yeah. Which is a huge commitment, and yeah, to
1: have that. This is like getting your associate's degree. Two years of school, and then you finally got your diploma. Congratulations, Cliff.
0: Yeah, um I guess. I would definitely say drawing back on an animal st- is different than drawing back on a target. There were there is a aspect of no matter how much target archery you're doing and practicing out of range, there is an element when you're out in the field and you're drawing back on an animal that's just a little bit completely different. My heart rate was up. My nerves were up. Everything was, like, heightened. What was – do you remember what was going through your head? How am I going to do this? You were really thinking that. Yeah. How am I going to do this? how, How do I make this happen? And I felt every single piece of my movement of what I said from laying down on my back to getting to my knees to grabbing my bow, how I was going to knock my arrow, how I was going to raise it on the rest, how I was going to get into a position, how I was going to clip my release to the uh, knock point or the D loop, to how am I going to draw back How am I going to find my anchor point? How am I going to find my secondary anchor point to how am I going to look through my peep sight? And how am I going to make it connect to that animal? Everything passed through my mind, and it was all very deliberate Mm. and slow. So you
1: weren't thinking about anything other than what is the current thing i need to do okay i need to get to my knees so how am i going to do that without spooking the animal? right so, so it wasn't anything it was it wasn't anything other than what is the next step in the process to complete all of the steps right. to shoot the animal. and if you
0: talk to any archer target archery competition target archery bow hunter anyone they will harp on what is your process like know your process And for a while, I was always like, yeah, your process is cool and all. Like, it kind of helps get you, like, there. But I've never had the opportunity to experience why I was doing that process and how important it was until tonight. Uh Because it was my process of what I think about when I'm at the range and trying to get everything lined up to practice my practice shots to all those kind of came naturally, but I was consciously thinking about them and then executed a shot. And the shot did go right behind his left shoulder blade, passed through a lung, heart, I think clipped the other lung, but couldn't truly verify that. And then out the other side, like, around the neck area. Um, so it all just kind of connected, mm-hmm. like, the way it's meant to. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Well, is there anything else that you want to share about your story? Anything that's worth mentioning?
0: I mean, I was... Don't hit the bladder when you're cleaning. I was pretty jacked up afterwards. Like, it was everything I could do to hold my phone steady. When Wood Tip came up, um, Yeah, the picture he could, the, he could just see me shaking. Then all my pictures are shaky that I took of Well, they're it. that,
2: but also it has a live feature. And so, like, I actually I was holding the picture to, like, try to zoom in. And, like, all of a sudden it's doing this. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like it was, like, shaking all
0: around. I'm, like, oh, there you go. Even talking about it right now, like, you pumped. It, it's, it's still getting me pumped, and it's kind of making me go back into that headspace that I was in after the arrow flew. Uh, so I know this was like your next
1: big goal was to, you know, get an animal with your bow.
0: What's mm-hmm. the next step for you? Get a deer with the bow. Get a deer? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Do it again. <laughs> that's that's the goal. I like I like rifle hunting, don't get me wrong, but there is just something about archery, probably because of the spot that it took in my life when it did that I just really like and I feel like I need it in mm-hmm. my life almost. Um So yeah, keep yeah. on doing it.
1: Cool. Well, we got a little bit of time left. with tip, you still awake over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what'd you think about you know Cliff using a bow out here and shooting an animal?
4: Well, you know, uh, you know, we got we got the mother fellas. Uh, you know, uh, they 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 shoot the bows, You know, so it's all right. You know, it's not. I mean, it's not. You know. Well, you know kind of like what y'all did tonight you know you go up there you get settled in you look at your honey bun and realize you're gonna kill a pig <laughs> <laughs> you, you kill a pig you get down you eat a honey bun and you go back to the cabin and eat some food mm-hmm. you know he was out there for a long time but uh you know yeah it's good it's good you know it's all right everybody can do their own thing you know it's taxes you know So, you know, I mean, you know, if you really want to bring a rocket launcher, you can shoot that at them, you know, you know, pre-grind it, you know, but yeah, uh, (laughs) you know, compound bow, (laughs) uh, recurve bow, long bow, there's fellas that shoot that, all that stuff out here. That's all right. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good deal, man. It's a good deal. Not something I'd do, you know, seems inefficient, but you know, whatever. Hey, so what tip, I know that. Woodtip isn't necessarily
1: a real name. Where did the name Woodtip Pickle Chip come from?
4: Well, yeah, so, I'm, you know, that's kind of a long story a little bit there. But, uh, you know, yeah, we, you know, Woodtip's the name I got, you know, when I was younger. Uh, you know, it ain't my Christian name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, when Mama named me, who would name their kid Woodtip? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really got to hate somebody for that. But, uh, you know, of course, it is a nickname stuck with me. But uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, uh, you know, when I was about nine, um, I was out there with, with, uh, with my grandpa on a couple old farts, you know, and um, you know, they was smoking them little them little cigars. Well I had think, well I always I had, you know, chips, right? You know, that little bag of chips, right? Always you know, eating on chips. And my you know, my grandfather up there, he hand me a cigar, you know, and had a little had a little wood tip on it and and uh you know he said, you know, smoke that thing, you know, well <laughs> Yeah, well, you can you can guess what happened, all right. You know, I got sick as a dog, you know what I'm saying, but I still had to eat my chips. And so for whatever reason, you know, my grandfather come up with this, you know, wood tip, pickle chip deal, you know, and it kind of just stuck. It kind of just hung out there, and that's kind of what people know me as, you know. It's all wood tip. You know, you go down to co-op, it's all wood tip, you know. And, you know, it's, you know, people know my real name, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that's not what they call me. But uh, so, you know, every, you know, people know who I am. You know, talk about Wood Tip, they know who it is, you know. Do people ever refer to you as
0: Mr. Pickle chip? No,
4: no, that's my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, That ain't me. You know, may he rest in peace. But uh, no, no, it's mostly just wood tip or wood. You know, I had a a lady call me Woody once. I said, ma'am, that ain't going to work. You (laughs) know what I'm saying? We're just going to stick with the wood tip part. You know, I'm saying, you know, uh, tip's important on there, you know. But uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, pretty much it on that. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, uh, I heard some... Do you have some uh, hunting tips or life tips that you want to share to our listeners?
4: Well, I mean, you know, I always, I always got something to say, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, you hear a lot from, you know, from especially from them Yankee folks come down here and hunt. You know, they they got this, like, romantic allure about, you know, killing a pig. <laughs> All right. It seemed kind of silly, but you know, cause uh, you know, but everybody likes to go to the grocery shop in a different way, you know, and and of course, you know, we got that we you know we got the groceries, all right, and so, uh, but you know, you learn a lot from a different people, and you know, a couple things I've heard, you know, I've heard old oh, uh, Cliff over here, I believe it's Cliff over here at uh, uh, talking about the duck hunting thing, you know, and uh, when was one of the boys were down here talking about duck hunting, we were talking, and and I said, well, you know, I'm not really a duck hunter myself, but I always kind of thought it was silly, all right? So here's the thing. It's like duck, when you're calling ducks, like when you're duck hunting, right, them boys, like, they make a lot of noise. You know what I'm saying? They're out there with that call, and they're just right, right, you know, all day long. It's just like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? They're, they're goofies all get out anyway, in duck hunters. But anyhow, so, you know, it's like duck calling, all right, it's like whistling at a pretty woman. OK, most of the time you're just making noise. OK, because you like hearing yourself make noise. Right. I and, mean, you know, by God, sometimes it works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it works. So, you know, learn, you know, learn. You can learn a few things from some people. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, y'all learn the camp rule, I believe. Y'all learn it pretty good around here. Uh, y'all want to give a version of that with, the, with, you know, the, the podcast appropriate you know, podcast appropriate version. Uh, there, you know what I'm saying? Close the door would be the. Close the
2: freaking door.
0: Freaking Freaking door.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's what. What tips? One rule for the cabin. Now no. why is that the main rule? Or why is it the only rule?
4: Well, so you know, I you know, when I call in you boys, all right, I'm talking about killing pigs, okay? And we got the, you know, we got a lot of, lot a of, lot of guys come down here, you know, some some of them bring their lady friends and some of them bring their kids, you know, whatever. But you know, we're talking about killing pigs. Well, what y'all don't hear about, okay, is the night upon night upon night that I stay awake, okay, uh, you know, hunting mice. <laughs> right, and so you know, if you just keep the door closed, got get them more <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, and you know, I don't want to get mad at my clients. You know, a lot of them are good friends. You know, and they're repeat customer kind of deal. So you get to know these folks. You know what I'm saying? But you know, keep keep the door closed, and you know, I can actually maybe get a couple hours of sleep a night you know what I'm saying, instead of being up hunting mice all night because, you know, God forbid you can't wake up with one of them things crawling through your pillow, you know what I'm saying? So, anyhow, but, yeah, we well, I do hunt a lot of mice. You know, keep that door closed. We'll be all right. <laughs> I think that's great. Uh, you
1: guys, I'm sure you guys have a wood tip question. We finally have him on the podcast. He's a listener favorite. And I forgot to ask our listeners to submit questions for Wood
4: Tip. Man, I don't even know what that means. Listener favorite. I mean, what I listen? I'm on. I I'm not my favorite. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that's, no, you know. well, yeah. what's but, your what's your favorite segment? You know, uh, that's a good question. I do. It's there's there's quite a bit of an entra- entertainment value. Uh, you know, and uh, you, you hear me draw. I'm, i feel like every time georgia talks i got to talk like him (laughs) (laughs) it's a little bit overwhelming the southern going on here uh yeah i don't know man my favorite my favorite uh you know it's all pretty good it's all pretty good you know y'all have some good guests sometimes y'all have some boring guests you know Uh, we won't name names because i don't remember who they are anyway so uh but then you know because y'all mostly just talking about fishing uh, but, uh, you know, it's all pretty good. It's all pretty good. I thought, you know, you know what, actually now I'm thinking about it rolling through my head, you know, talking out loud here. Uh, you know, that, uh, uh, Ivan or, uh, what's the Austin fella's name? Uh, Ian, 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 you know, he does them water reviews, that sparkling water. That's kind of funny right there. I ain't gonna lie. That's <laughs> kind of, I like that. They can do some more of them, you know, cause I do drink some of those from time to time when I run out of whiskey, you know, but, uh. Well, we got pretty good supply of whiskey, so it's all right. But that was pretty funny. I like him, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ian was not able to make it down here this weekend. Uh-huh.
2: I have a question. So, you know, we do a segment, Creature Watch. Uh, what is a South Texas creature that we should uh, be aware of?
1: And have you seen any?
2: I've heard of, like, the notorious South Texas mountain lion. You guys might have it here, you know. Mm. Maybe a little bit bigger than your mm-hmm. normal mountain lion. A little mm. more mysterious.
1: You Someone know? Uh, in this room may have seen one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know I've seen one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you've seen one. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we, y'all, we have to keep this podcast appropriate. So I don't know if I can answer that question because that's a bunch of, uh, well, that's what I tell my grandkids. It's a bunch of BS. You know, a bunch of baloney sandwiches right there. Okay. Because you don't want your kids running around saying other words. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But, uh no 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 i ain't seen them I ain't seen the mountain lion you know I'm not saying they're not down here okay but we got a lot of bobcats you know we got a lot of them and uh of course you know they don't eat all the mice that let in the cabin uh but uh you know they're <laughs> down here they're down here but uh no y'all get, you know most everybody knows about the chupacabra uh which you know uh uh oh chavo down the street i'm pretty sure he caught it last year so uh you know but yeah, you know, that's pretty much it. We don't really have anything going on down here. Mm. Did you hear the podcast? Were you listening
0: yet? When we we reviewed the Uh
4: Not you know, uh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. I believe was that something about paying a fella five dollars and going back mm-hmm. behind his van or something weird. <laughs> <like that? laughs> something there's some there were some shady things going on. I think on that one, but there was when there there was a circus fella with a. Well, maybe that was something else, a cow's head or something, I don't remember. Yeah, County State Fair.
1: County yeah, county fair, you can pay a man pay him five dollars.
4: He'll take you to
2: the
1: back tent. And show you a chupacabra. Exactly. You yeah. know? I did see a chupacabra at the San Antonio Zoo. They had an exhibit and come to find out it was a lie. It was. Bells so we also no there were trust. fake cave paintings
0: that we they had. We can no put longer up. trust the San Antonio Zoo no. to be the
1: authority. They had the chupacabra exhibit, and then they had this nice little picture and this wording that said Chupacabra dates back to these dates, and I was like, Zach was wrong because he said it was this date.
2: 1993, that's the rule.
1: 95, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then it had, like, and Chupacabras have been found in cave paintings dating back to, like, the Aztecs, and it showed these Chupacabra cave paintings. Well, I called Zach on it, and I said, you creature watch was a lie because I went to the zoo, and this is what the San Antonio Zoo told me about chupacabras. Come to find out, a little bit of research, and that pictograph that they had shown—they photoshopped a fake chupacabra painting on this real image of a cave painting. Yeah, and I was right. You were right. I do my research, guys.
0: So I thought Zach I could trust the authority, authority. So on cryptozoology, <laughs> really. not San, Antonio San Antonio Zoo. Not the San Antonio Zoo.
1: Well, all right, Wood Tip. Well, Ian's not here, you know, uh, and he uh, usually does. uh, We usually do Ian's closing words of wisdom. And since he's not here, would you like
4: to end us on uh, some wisdom? Yeah. uh, Boy, I don't know where to start with that one. Uh, But I tell you what, you know, we're all men, all right? So, you know, we we need to make sure we're good people. All right, you know, and you boys have been all right down here. I, I, I'm glad y'all come down here. It's been a lot of fun, you know. Uh, it it's weird hearing myself talk on this thing, a little bit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, but uh, you know, it's nice meeting you boys in person and having y'all down here, and you you know teaching y'all about uh, how to sharpen a really expensive knife. Uh, but uh, anyhow, uh, you know, I think really, you know, treat your lady friend with respect. I think that's pretty important because. You know, you boys have seen that. You know, if you don't, okay, because Wood Tip is, you know, I'm I'm not a perfect man, okay, all right, but you know, treat your lady friend with respect, okay. Um, <clears throat> otherwise, she gonna send you home with a pink polka dot blanket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wood Tip, can you tell our
1: listeners to uh, leave us a review and uh, for our podcast? that's something we always close on I think coming from you it might make more of an impact
4: all right yeah uh okay if you're listening to this uh, leave a review um, they uh, they're I think they're giving away something it's got a, a, a certain monetary value up to a million. Is it that's high? That's remember. Okay, good. <laughs> Anywhere from thirty dollars to a million. Uh, somewhere million. In, somewhere in between. Can I do a review on this phone? I mean, I'm go, gonna get on that. uh <clears throat> Anyhow, you know, put a review in. Let the boys know how they're doing. Okay, you know, let them know if they've done good, if they've done bad. You know, if they're full of it. Okay, like. Especially if we talk about knives, you know what I mean. Okay, uh, no fooling. They really need, you know. We're working on it. We're working on it. But yeah, leave them a review. You know, they need to know how they're doing. You know, I like I like constructive criticism personally. When I got people out here, you know, I tell, you know, say, oh, well, you know, your Jeep don't run right. Well, you know, you know, for 1951, it's pretty good. You know, <laughs> no. so you know, they, you know, maybe they'll email you back. Okay, but you know, leave them a review, it'd just be a nice thing to do, you know. Nice thing to do.
1: Thanks, Wood Tip. Appreciate yeah. you joining, appreciate you inviting us out to your ranch to and, hunt. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and appreciate you joining us on the podcast too. Yeah, and like I said, you're a listener favorite every time I meet somebody and they're like, yeah, Oh, I love that's your guys' podcast. That,
4: that guy would tip hell he's the best is what i always get well i tell you what i need to, let, boy, I need to get a review and let my lady friend read that that's it right now that might help me out a little bit if you know what i'm saying uh you know of course if it snowed again that wouldn't be bad either We're, you know we had to we had to bunk up a little bit there but uh you know yeah yeah that's kind of strange you know fan favorite i don't know what that means but uh yeah yeah, you boys are all right. I, I like having y'all here. That's pretty pretty good time.
1: Thanks for having us, Wood yeah, Tip. Yeah,
4: no problem. All
1: right. We'll see you guys next Sweet. week.
0: All right. It's after one in the morning. We're going to bed. <laughs> <laughs>